to another week of the Soccer Thread Podcast. My name is Mike Samuelson. I'm filling in for the often imitated but certainly never duplicated Daniel Schrader, who could not be here today. Um, I've got a great weather update, but I'm going to save the best for last, and I'm going to throw it over to Ryan Palmer <laughs> in Portland, Oregon. I almost said Portland, California, wow. which doesn't make any sense. Wow. <laughs> West Coast, West Coast. Uh, it's all the same. I will do Dan Dan's I will do Dan's weather update. Today was an absolutely gorgeous day, and I didn't go on a run on purpose or by Beautiful. accident. <laughs> uh, I I did get outside no though, and enjoyed some beautiful weather. Dan and I actually went fishing yesterday. I wish the weather today was the fishing weather that we got yesterday. But, no complaints. You get to uh, go fishing. That's great. Yeah. It's it's it was it was a great time. Oh, I went fishing uh, I with my best friend. It was a little cold. <laughs> uh, the fishing was terrible. Um, I'm tired of of the fishing, the winter fishing, and I'm ready for some spring fishing. And I look forward to some more days like today on the river uh, in the near future. Nice. I I know the listeners are excited for this podcast to transition from a skiing podcast to a fishing podcast. So. I feel like Absolutely. that's what's happening today. <laughs> we'll, we got yeah, some a lot content. of great audio features in fishing. I mean, fishing is just all stories anyway, so I feel yeah. like that's a that's a good audio feature. Yeah. I think I would love for you and Dan to just record a podcast while you're out on the river. Oh, just the sound of the of the river rushing by would just Oh my god. It would be so amazing for me. I would actually listen to the podcast if, if that's what the content was. Uh Consumus in the swamp. <laughs> Oh, it's been a great week. It's been a great week because Everton have not played. Uh, I guess they will have played by the time you're listening to this. But, you know, we're recording Sunday night. I didn't have to worry about Everton losing this weekend. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, just feeling carefree, skipping around. It's been great. I don't know what the weather's been like. Haven't paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Uh, weather update in Minnesota is we are we are into what I've heard uh, affectionately known as false spring. Uh, it's been 40 degrees the last couple days, maybe even a little bit warmer. Oh, you know what they People say about a 40 degree day, though, yesterday. No, Motherfuckers here love it, Palmer. Those, you know, whoever said that, <laughs> they didn't talk to Minnesotans in February. Because people were all about it. Uh, it snowed a little do, bit this sorry morning, to, and sorry the snow's to, all melted. I'm sorry to interrupt your story, Mike, but... Uh, I, I did it, today was about 50 degrees in Portland and there were some motherfuckers barbecuing in the streets for sure mm-hmm. at 50 degree weather absolutely mm-hmm. I loved it I immediately thought of Stringer Bell it's, it's one of the all time scenes I think we can all agree <laughs> so yeah kind of it kind of feels like uh, skiing season might be might be done might be done we might have to start fishing out here I don't know so that's the weather update fall spring fall Fall, spring, Mike. It it's gonna get cold again soon. Uh, yeah, I mean the forecast is looking quite, particularly not cold. I will say, it's looking like a lot of forty degree days, as your boy Springer Bell would say. Pride, pride become comes before the fall. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> this is just. True. You're a Spurs fan right now after 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 they win four zero. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you are Spurs. You're Spurs midseason. You're Spurs in December right now. Spurs in late are. December. Love it. Love it. You know what? Just wait for your and March. Spurs fans were very happy then, and they they weren't thinking about the future. They were just enjoying the present. Uh, Colin <laughs> has an intro, I think. Right? Yeah, I think this is <clears throat> uh, something that uh, got tweeted at us. Uh, a while back, or I don't know. I'm looking through it again on, on the e- on the emails we have this week, and I don't see it. So I, I don't know how I how I got in my head, but it, I feel like it came from a listener. But anyway, uh, we haven't done it, and that is to go through uh, all the types of people you meet or you play with playing pickup soccer or <laughs> men's league soccer, <laughs> like all the archetypes of 
men's league soccer players. I'm going to keep doing an intro here so you can think, but I want it to be a little bit spontaneous. So I didn't tell you in advance, but uh, think about all the people you've played with, whether it anytime uh, I'll say, uh, I don't want uh, you talking about kids that were on your U8 team and were climbing on the back of the goal and that whole thing. Like it's got to be like adult soccer. Uh, so maybe you. like college and up or, I'm, or if, if they could be a high no. school guy that you, you played with him in high school, but you know, he's exactly still the same. Mm-hmm. No, um, adult, adult soccer is you are out of college playing adult rec league soccer. I know what you're talking right, about. Right. But I, I understand that. But if, if the last time you played with somebody was in college, right. could be very well true for both of you. Right. But you know, this person still plays exactly that same way in, in men's league soccer. That player is still available, okay. right? That archetype is still available okay. to you. Okay, I got you. All right, I got you. So I, I'll participate as well because there's no uh, there's no there's no winners losers and losers here. here. I think we're we're all... only winners. What? There's no losers. Only winners. Yeah, only winners here. Absolutely, absolutely. Only winners in uh, making fun of men's league players like ourselves. <laughs> but uh, as the, as the most experienced men's league player, aka the oldest person here, Palmer, we're going to start with you. Oh. Uh, Okay, so I'm gonna take, um, I'm gonna take the ringer, and Love the it. ringer, okay. okay, is like the guy. He's he's typically he's gonna be younger. He's on the on the uh, younger edge edge uh, or edge of the of the scale, uh, probably just out of a, a good school. I'm talking maybe not a great D one, good D two, <clears throat> maybe really good D three school. Uh, and and just kicks everyone's ass, and it's super easy. Uh, makes you look good. Great to have on your team. Can cause torn muscles and hamstrings if you chase after said ringer, uh, which yeah, I've, yeah. I've experienced myself. Don't do that. Um, uh, yes, so I'm, I'm going to take your ringer. My, my favorite ringer story is we once had one come to uh, one of our men's league games. Like a guy, nobody knew him before we knew he was just out of college but didn't know if he had how well he'd played at college or like was he even on the team turns out he was a division one player uh we started him at center back and slowly moved him up the field the entire game (laughs) (laughs) just like like he was just like nasty at center back you're like wow this guy's the best center back we have then we looked at each other and we're like hey mark just step up a little bit i got this i got this and just kept moving him up the field love it love it uh, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna assume I'm next. I'm gonna go with uh, with the, sure. the organizer. This is someone who's uh, mm. who's not particularly good at soccer anymore. Maybe they were good at one point. Collins pointing to himself because he's thinking organizing on the field. I'm thinking organizing off the field. This is the guy who sends the emails. Oh, he uh, you know he makes sure he brings in the ringers. <laughs> yes, um, I've also been that one. I've also been that one. Okay, okay. Um, and you know he might only play. 10 to 15 minutes in a, in a game, but he is loving, he's loving the full two hour experience. He's the first one there. He's warming up. He's slapping hands with everybody. Just a great guy to be around. He brings the beers, brings the beers for sure. For sure. That is a great guy. That's a great guy. And the the worst is when you have a bad organizer, if Mm. you're, I mean, I don't mean that they're bad at organizing, but if they're not doing the second half of that job, which is like being a good dude, and making sure everybody's having a fun time and bringing the beers. Uh, oh, that's you can't be on that team very long. Well, I mean, the worst is if they're also not doing the first half of the job. If you get to the game every time and you're like, shit, we got nine players again, like fucking yeah. Fred didn't. Yeah, yeah. Fred was supposed to email 50 guys and he didn't email anybody. Uh, hey, I'm not my, the organizer. I've had some great organizers in Philly. Obviously, the one who got that D1 kid to play center back and be our ringer in that game. It's good to have an organizer with connections. That's really yep. another great organizer skill. Yeah, uh, I'll go with one that I've definitely had this player overlap with organizer, and that is the goalie. So old, why are they doing this? <laughs> uh, like the goalie is like forty years. If you're playing men's league keeper, first of all, I don't understand you're you. Like we have so, fundamentally, we are different humans. Yeah. Uh, it was fine when we were 16, 18, 22, whatever, to, like, throw your body around and, you know, you're competing. It's a whole, you know, that's, that's your best position. You're mm. going to play keeper. Uh, but when you're 
any time out of college, but whatever, you're 35, you're 42, like you've got an elbow uh, brace on because like you've fucked your shit up because you're 42 and still playing keeper. Like I just, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? I, I applaud the, uh, you know, Commitment. love of the game that yeah. you want to be out there. Uh, but that is one where I'm always like, oh shit, their, their keeper has a knee brace and long pants on. <laughs> he doesn't, he does not move well. He's 45. Just, just hit it low to the corners. We'll be fine. Yeah. But I mean, I, I immediately retired from goalkeeper as soon as I started playing men's league smart or adult league. But I, yeah, that's the way it should be. God, God bless, uh, adult league keepers. I mean, none of us want to be oh, there. God. You need them. Some of them even like doing it and it's just. Thank you. Thank you for your service. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for your service. That's exactly how I feel. I mean, and I've played with, obviously, you know, terrible 42-year-olds in goal rather than me going goal. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. Exactly. I'd much rather have somebody that's going to be terrible than me be in there. So I'm not not complaining. You want to play? You got the gloves? I don't even bring the gloves anymore. I'm not even like... I'm not even faking like I used to. Yeah. I'm not even letting people know that I once played yeah, goalkeeper. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 a couple times let people know and like stepped in and like tried and like did decent, halfway decent. And then people would be like, oh, Mark's mm-hmm. not here this week. Nope. Colin, can you step in? I'd be like, absolutely. Fuck not. You, dude. Yep. I told you that one time in confidence. Yeah. And now you're saying on all the other teams we play on. That's not that's not it's, cool, man. It's like, it's like if, if someone, if, if we don't have a goalkeeper and someone's like, who's going to play goalkeeper? I immediately, my eyes go immediately to my, my shoes. I'm looking at the <laughs> ground. It's like, please. It's like, it's like the, the fear of being called on in, in class by the teacher. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Uh, to, uh, my next, sorry, Mike, I'm going to, did you want to say something? I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say, uh, we, my I, next, was on a, I was on a team once, so I gave, I gave you the keep it moving and then I just kept talking anyway. My bad. Uh, I'm going to just yeah. finish the story real quick. I was on a team once and our, <laughs> our goalie uh, like separated their shoulder or something. And we just had to do the thing where we just rotated goalies the rest of the season. Everyone played a half. And it was terrible. Diving is so awkward for someone who's never played goalie. Uh, I just, it sucks. Um, my next pick is actually kind of along the same lines as Colin's pick. Uh, but it's the gym rat. So it's mm. the person, if you have a bad organizer, you need the gym rat. And it's the gym rat is the one that just kind of waits around trying to fill in. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. All day. Yes. Yes. Uh, he, yes. Willing to play goalkeeper. Has, uh, has multiple uh, T-shirts in their bag. Yeah, yeah. just right. Oh, when you see colors. me, the guy who's like, oh, no, 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 I got a red. I got, no, I got a yellow. If you guys want to go to switching, I got a yellow too. Yeah. That guy, oh, you're like, God. oh, fuck, that, yeah. That's played many, many times. God, gym I love rat. that guy. Shouts to the gym rat. There's, yeah. There was this dude Especially I played at, with. At an indoor place. Always at an indoor place. Yep. There's. There was a dude I played with in California, oh. and I can picture him. And he was just, I'd be like, yeah, man. Like, oh, I just saw you You played last game, and you're playing again. And he's like, yeah, I got five more games today. Just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> you're a maniac. And he was, he was easily five years older than me. And I was, you know, in my late twenties, early thirties at that time. So what a, what an absolute maniac. Maniac. Um, uh, I'm, right, I'm going to go with, uh, with the has-been, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of kinds of has-beens, but I'm thinking of specifically just the person who doesn't realize that they're not the player they once were. Uh, I've since moved on from this position uh, I now recognize Listen, I, we, we've all we've all embraced that we're washed, Mike. We don't need yeah, to. Yeah. But it's just the the has been is a really tough player to play with. Oftentimes they're yelling a lot at other people for fucking up uh, when they're fucking up the most. And it's just, you know, it's a tough position for the team to be in because you want to you want to let them down easy. But oftentimes it's just it's not possible because the has been the has been is not always your friend. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And then, yeah, the key difference there is uh, they think they're still good, right? That's the whole. Yep. They think they're still fast. They're not. They everyone think they still touch. Person. They don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take uh, 
what I'm going to call the Jerry Rice, which would be the look good, feel good, play good player <laughs> who like, you know, you play in a league that's like, uh, yeah, we buy jerseys and everything, but like, you know, half the people aren't going to be wearing their jerseys on any given day because, you know, half of those people are not even really on the team. And then some people lost it because we only buy jerseys every three years or whatever. This player always has their jersey. They even <laughs> went out and bought the sh- the shorts that like match it. You know what I mean? But the rest of the team did doesn't was not issued those shorts, but they have matching shorts. They wear their socks up high and tight, and their shin guards are perfectly perfect all the time. Their boots are clean, everything like that. And you're just like, all right, man, like. You know, they do warm-ups before the game, probably. Like, they're doing, like, the one-man yeah. going back and forth across the field. Like, they're just taking it. They don't need to take it serious in the, like, they're not necessarily the guy who yells at everybody like the has-been. But within themselves, they're like, this is this is my 90 minutes yeah. of the week that I live for. Yeah. I, I don't want to shame people for warming up, though. That's important to not yeah. die. Warm-up. Stretch. <laughs> that is very important. No, I mean, as... As someone who has torn their ACL and their hamstring in uh, adult league soccer, <laughs> in men's league, please yeah. warm up, warm stretch. Up. It's very important. Um, I'm going to go with the tryhard, um, mm. and this one tends to be a little older. He is the one, or she uh, will be the one with the uh, ankle brace shin guards with the stirrup <laughs> this is also this is also the hack right oh yeah part of the yeah falls under the because yeah they're the try hard so invariably they're going to kick the shit out of you uh and so you always just want to avoid this person uh you can see them by their shin guards 100 percent. yep they got the big chunky shin guards um just avoid them uh Great to have on your team. Really shitty to yeah. play against because you're going to end up with... Uh, some reason, um, they always wear black Nike boots, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the yeoman, the yeoman, uh, the, the yeah. workman's boot. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with... This is kind of a, a two-parter, but I'm going to go with the family members. Uh, it can take a lot of different forms. I've seen the father-son. Uh, I've seen, you know, the, the siblings. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've seen... Probably most uh, difficult, the partners. Uh, I've played on multiple Whoa, multiple yes. teams yes. where you have spouses or significant others who are on the same team. And it that one never goes well. The other ones is like 50-50. Uh, but you can, you can tell very, very quickly if you're playing someone on another team. And you're like, oh, these people have a very special connection. They are... <laughs> they're <laughs> they're not, not like the rest of us. And not... Not like a special connection like Iniesta and Messi, no. but they're, <laughs> yeah, like they don't know exactly where they're going to be on the field at, at any point. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I used to play with, uh, in a co-ed league with Beefy and his, at the time, girlfriend. And uh, if I, if she and I had a nice attacking move together, I'd always be like in the car ride. On the, and then I would also ride to the games with them. I'd always be on the car ride on the way home and be like, Beef, you see how me and Lil hooked it up right there? I mean, how me and Lil had that instant connection? You know, we could just feel like we knew what each other were going to do. You see what that is? She loved, she loved it. it. Beef, maybe not. <laughs> All right, I, I'm, I'll do one, and we'll do one more, more round after that. Yep. Uh, my This one will be... Uh, so I, I want to distinguish this from... from uh, Mike's call of the what would you call the person who's washed up but doesn't know it? Uh, the has been, or the, the has, has been. been, yeah, it has been. But uh, I'll call him like the former pro, mm. like the dude who's maybe late thirties has gained fifty pounds. Like Shh. that's why he's playing in your league. Call this. This but one's he, mine. I was gonna call him the still got it. Still got <laughs> the it. still got it. Yeah. The still got it. Exactly. The still got it is even better. Yeah. Cause they don't necessarily have to have been professional, yeah. but like has gained a lot of weight. Probably. Yeah. That's why they're playing with you. Uh, they're going to move a total of 17 yards in the game. Uh, but their touch is so nice. Yeah. They make passes that you are just like, 
fucking hell, that is perfect. Yeah. No. They take every dead ball. They make touches where you're like and passes where you're like, God damn, he's still got it. <laughs> he's still got it. He's still got it. Fuck. I mean, they can be an absolute liability. They can lose you games. Uh <laughs> In the wrong situations, but you always like want them on your team. You're like, they're so fun to play with. You can just ping balls at them and they just trap them. And you make runs, you know they see you. They don't ha- you don't have to be like, oh, Zach, Zach, Zach. Like Zach fucking sees you, yep. bro. He's he sees the game yep. so much faster than you do. You're slow ass making that run. He knew he's, you were gonna make that run. He's waiting to you pass did. you the ball because he's like, if I pass it too early, he won't be able to get there because he's so slow. Exactly. Zach's like, God damn it, I have to take four touches here. This is a two-touch action. I just have to hold up this, hold off this scrub for another two seconds so this dude can make this run. I, that guy, the still got it. I love playing with the still got yeah. it. Love it. Love it. I, I, I'm going to take, and I think that this is me. I am. <laughs> take yourself. I'm going to take myself. I am. Really good guy. looking, first of I, all. I think that I still got it, which I don't. <laughs> and then I recognize that I still got it. So I'm the has-been. But then I realize <laughs> so that I'm the has-been. <laughs> I realize that I'm the has-been. And I'm really just out there to get a run in. Because this is yeah. the only exercise yeah. that I get this week. And I'm just out here to get it. I don't give a shit what the score is. Yep. I don't, I'm not, I don't really. I'm, please, God, do not get injured. Uh, we'll call this, call you the just, smiler. Let me, let me just get, but I'm, you know me, I'm not that smiley that, that often. <laughs> I mean, maybe now with the mustache, since I look like Ted Lasso, I'll be smiling more, but. Uh, Congratulations on the Golden Globe, by the way. Well-deserved. Thank you. Yeah, it was big. Uh, so I don't know what to call mm-hmm. it, um, but this is where I am. This is where I am. I just, just get me, get me through the game. Yep. No injuries. Let me run around a bit, get a sweat on, and beers at the end of the game, yep. and I'm happy. Yep. I don't care what the score is. And it's yep. it's like you have one good action in a game, and you're like, ah, fuck yeah. I still, I still do have yeah. it. If I just worked a little Give bit me a harder, moment. if I worked a little bit harder, I could do this all the time. <laughs> give me a moment. Just give me one turn, one touch, yep. maybe a goal. Yep. Give me something. Some, some brief moment where I was like, oh, I still know how yep. to play soccer. Just a good cool. dummy. I can come back next week. Yeah, exactly. Also, I, I feel like this doesn't need to necessarily be tied to your uh, your personal uh, situation of being like an older, you know, version of your shitty self. <laughs> uh, because you're just like, it's just about your attitude, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I've played with a couple guys who, this is, you know, when I was in my late 20s and they were like the younger guys on our team and we're in their early 20s and we're, you know, one of our top, players on our team and they were still like had totally had that attitude they're like you know they could have taken it a lot more seriously and whatever but they're just like i'm just gonna run at people and i'm just gonna you know try this turn or try this stupid shit whatever uh and if it comes off that's great if it not like i don't give a shit i'm just here to have fun that's that's where i've been that's like a really infectious attitude and if you get like your good players on the team to be that way. It makes it hard for your has-beens or your guys who kind of suck a little bit yeah. to like uh, go the over-caring, annoying way. Yeah. That's that's where I've been since college. Yeah. I've I've had my competitive experience. I can't believe we've uh, we've gone this long without naming this person, but the scrub, where they're like they're in a they're in a great position, <laughs> they're making a great run, and you're just like. <sighs> I know if I play it to Alex, they're just going to lose the ball. But I feel like I kind of have to because I'm out there for a Sunday smile and I don't really care, but it's still, it's, I've played it to Alex 10 times and they've lost the ball all 10 times. And I just, I know it's going to happen. After you play it to Alex, you just start backing up. You just like, you played it to Alex and now you're just receding on defense. And you know, if, if you're a, if you're a Sunday smiler, you can still get a little bit of joy if you put a good ball into Alex and you're like, you know what? That's a great ball. Anyone else? That's their in on goal. So that's kind of how you have to mm. find your joy with, when you're dealing with the scrub. I'm afraid I'm the scrub. That's my issue. Maybe that's I mean, why I didn't pick the scrub because I you, think I'm you the scrub. I've definitely been the scrub, scrub on, the on a couple teams. Scrub, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've definitely been on teams where it was like, uh, 
I've been invited to that team uh, because they didn't have enough guys. But then you just don't get the call back. You don't yep. get the like, and you're like, yeah, you guys were really yep. good or yep. whatever, young or fast or whatever. And, and you're just like, yep, that makes sense. And it's, yeah. Don't I wouldn't call me back. It's please. all relative too, right? Please I struggled. Call me. I struggled with that pace. Yep. It's it's all relative. Like if you're not the scrub on your team and you're you know not a 23 year old you know stud just off a D1 team, that just means you haven't found your scrub level yet. All right. So don't get, don't get too big on yeah, yourself. That's true. All right, Colin, last big one. Big fish, little pond. Ooh, last one, last one. I, I, the, the scrub was kind of took a, a little bit of the angle I was going to go for there. Oh, man. I mean, the one, this is just like one guy I played with, too. <laughs> the one I, I really like. Shout out to this guy, the but beefy. like the, just the, <laughs> The ancient dude, like mm. the dude who is just mm-hmm. like so old. You're just like, <laughs> you are like, I mean, you said, talked about fathers and sons already. Dad. So first of all, father. Oh, we play. It was guys on my team who the father was playing. <laughs> the son was like a high school. He had two sons in high school that who played and he, the dad was playing. He was, you know, mid fifties, probably. He was definitely a better soccer player than I was when he was. Yep whatever age he was nice but like he just couldn't move at all whatever but again just like i was saying with the goalie like power to this man uh you know i'm i definitely was like frustrated at times when he just would not mark anyone and uh even like (laughs) he wouldn't even like fake play defense you know he wouldn't even like pretend he had any interest in defending uh he was just like yeah you guys that's my you guys jam. are on the penalty kill right now. It was indoors, <laughs> and he's like, cool, you're on the penalty kill. I hope you get it back. Uh, but, you know, whatever. You're out there when you're 55 playing with kids, and he would, like, score headers and shit. Like, nice. amazing. Oh, amazing. God, be, header. I, I can't, I can't is... imagine doing that at 55, so, or whatever age he was. I hate that, headers. That just reminds me of, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll just go ahead and call him out. I don't think he'd be ashamed. Uh, the Jeff Swick, where you just refuse to head the ball because you're like, no, I'm not. I don't want to do that anymore. Brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it, Jeff. I, I love respect it. it. Good, good job, Jeff. Absolutely. I, I definitely did that late in my career. I definitely, definitely, I definitely think about every time a ball comes at me and it, I have an opportunity to head it. I think, should I head this? And then. <laughs> I don't think fast enough, and what ends up happening is rather than me heading it, the ball hits me. <laughs> the, in the ball head. heads you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I definitely had a policy of not heading goal kicks or punts. <laughs> oh, great oh, policy. Yeah. Not in great definitely policy. not heading punts. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, butt trap. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm trying to win that second ball, baby. Um, wow, that was great. I feel like. Win the knockdown. I mean, what a, what an intro! It's a different style of intro, but I loved it. Um, we got one email. Colin, good. do you want to do the email, or do you want me to just do it? Sure, I'll do it. All right, uh, this one's from Eric Schrauben. Uh, I have not prepared, so this is the first time I'm reading it. Uh, we've known since FIFA awarded the 2022 World Cup to Qatar. Cutter, we need to do Cutter. Sure, sure. To Cutter in 2010, that it was shady as shit. Since then, we've seen intermittent reports of migrant workers' rights either non-existent or minuscule, leading to thousands of deaths. Building shiny new st- stadiums in the middle of the desert is impressive, but, fewer are, but a few are way behind their building schedule. This will lead to further occupational hazards and deaths. Uh, homosexu- homosexuality is illegal in Qatar. Drinking in public is illegal. Games will be played in extreme heat. Should we really be excited for this? Shouldn't we just boycott this shit entirely or call on the USSF to demand a venue change? I bring this up because it's not that far away, 2022. Uh, more stories are sprouting up, such as Tromso, this Norwegian club, uh, announcing that they are boycotting the World Cup. What's the outcome here? The, well, the Norwegian club is boycotting? Yeah, a Norwegian club. I mean, they're just trying to force the Norwegian yeah. FA, I'm yeah, assuming, yeah. whatever they're called. Uh, um, but they, to, so, uh, the, and then the Norwegian trying to force UEFA, and then, you know what I mean? Like The, just, op- the just, oppressive heat issue has been... They're literally changing the date of the World Cup so that they can play it in yes. Qatar. So yep. uh, they're playing it in December. Um, so they're, they're stopping, and maybe this is 
uh, why the the Norwegian club boycotting this is um, possibly news. I don't I don't I don't know if they can like tell the Norwegian team that they won't release their players. Uh, I don't even know if Norway's in the World Cup, but um, uh, I don't know if that is something that that might happen. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean. To, to boycott this, it, it, it should be... It, this has been an issue uh, since the moment that Qatar was given the World Cup. And we knew that there were human rights issues from the get. And we knew that there was corrupt shit happening from the Homosexuality drop. was illegal in Qatar. Uh, when, when it was, it was awarded. Given, right. right. Yeah. Um, we also had th- the same issues when Russia had the World Cup with all of their, uh, uh, you know, civil rights issues and human rights issues, like Crimea, all of that shit was also happening when Russia got the World Cup. Um, FIFA doesn't care. And nothing happened. And everything went off fine. Everything got swept under the rug. Uh, FIFA put on the World Cup still, right? So, um, you know, we are in a different time now. Uh, We've seen a lot more... I think players standing up for uh, social justice issues, uh, they've found their voice. Um, you know, now would be a great time. Now would be a really great time uh, to, to start using that voice. You know, we, we uh, the U.S. Women's National Team recently decided to stop kneeling for the anthem um, because they were doing work behind the scenes that they thought was, was more important. Now would be a great time to use that work and say, hey, we're not going to Qatar because of the issues, right? So well, the women aren't uh, going to Qatar. Well, I, I understand that, right? But yeah, but I'm yeah, I know what you're in saying. general. I know what you're saying. Um, I'm just giving you shit. Uh, but um, you know, now would be a good time to start using yeah. using that that the platform. I, I mean, uh, I've, do I think it's going to happen? No. I do feel like this is a little bit different from previous shittiness in FIFA in the sense that thousands of people have died to put on this event. So it's, it's different from saying, well, this country has, you know, reprehensible, uh, policies, but, you know, we're going to separate the event from, from all that. And, you know, just try and just try and put that out of your head. And I think that's impossible to do if, if you're a a thinking person. Um, but it's, it's at least a, a line that FIFA can take with this. It's like, well, there's, there's no way you can separate the death of thousands of people to build these stadiums and the event itself. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I agree with everything you said, Palmer. I, I do think it's, you know, we should draw that distinction. I remember, I think, before the Russian World Cup, or maybe, maybe even before that, John Oliver did a great 15-minute segment, basically, about his feelings on FIFA and the World Cup. Uh, and it was essentially like, this organization is terrible. They're a bunch of gangsters. They don't care about anything other than making money. And yet... I can't wait to watch the World Cup, and that's yeah. kind of how I feel. And it's it's a, a kind of a shameful position, um, but I mean, I would love to see athletes boycott the World Cup. I'd love to see federations boycott the World Cup, but it's hard for me to to realistically sit here and say when those games are on that I'm not going to watch them, I wouldn't watch even that. knowing that everything that's going yeah. on. And yeah, it's kind of embarrassing to say that, but it's. Yeah, it's just kind of the the truth of how I feel. I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I agree. I mean, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you, Mike. I mean, I'm I'm going to watch the World Cup. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to boycott the World Cup in that manner. Um, and you know, the question here from Eric is, what's the outcome? I think that both of you hinted this or whatever. And Palmer, you're right about it uh, when you say like that's not going to happen. I I think yeah, the USSF is not going to boycott the World Cup. There's, no, that's not going to happen. Could we see um, a uh, individual player or group of players, m- you know, make a protest or an action at the World Cup that speaks to this issue? Absolutely, right? Like, you know, I, 1968 Mexico City. Like, you, you can see these things uh, just I on mean, the international stage, not just in the domestic leagues, right? Um, so I would love to see that, and I think we will see that. Um, will it make a difference? No, because the uh, people have already died. The event will happen. 
you know, all that will happen. Um, but I think we will see something to this end. Uh, what I think we can do to be impactful, if you'd like to, you know, do something about it or, or, you know, encourage athletes to do something about it. I think the thing to do, the thing that moves these things is not the USSF or us complaining and saying, Hey, they should move this not to cut her. They're not going to listen to that. Whatever the, the, <laughs> the decision is made by people who can put more money in a briefcase than we can. Yeah. Right. But the way that happens is the sponsors, right? If the sponsors pull out, that's how you see across all, everything, right? Like yeah. Across athletes who screw up and, and whether that screw up is, you know, whatever it is, uh, getting caught doing drugs or steroids or, um, you know, getting, getting um, convicted of a crime, they lose their sponsors and that's what takes away their, their power and that's what ch- causes changes in behavior and causes, you know, these fake apologies and shit. Right. Like, if, you, if we boycott, if you say, hey, if uh, Cutter goes on like it's supposed to, I'm never going to buy another Coca-Cola or what, I don't know what the lead sponsor is. I'm never going to buy another Budweiser. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to tell everybody that I'm doing that. And when people ask me, I'm going to say that's why I, I, I do it or whatever and try to whatever amplify that message. That's, to me, the only way to name and shame here and yeah. and, and, and have any hope of this not happening again or whatever. So, so be on the lookout for uh, world cup 2022 brought to you by my pillow. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I would love if, if world cup 22, 2022 was brought to you, brought to you by some embarrassingly third rank sponsor. Yeah. Right. Like that would be a great, like uh, outcome or, you know, showing the world that this is not supported by a lot of people. So can I ask a question, uh, since Eric brought this up about like, what should the USSF be doing? And, um, I think USSF had made kind of their own news this week. Um, (laughs) yeah, not in a good direction, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, well, yeah, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Actually USSF leadership, maybe not, not in such a bad direction, but it's embarrassing. So they had this vote, right. That, uh, you know, Recently, they voted for. Uh, there was a rule where all players had to stand for the national anthem, and then they decided they voted to remove that rule that they do not have to stand for the national anthem, or they can choose to protest however they want, they want to yeah. protest. Um, which I think is a is a great uh, step, right? Uh, the The vote was seventy percent for, thirty percent, seventy one percent for, twenty nine percent against, or something like that. It was a huge majority. Um, and some, what's his name? I can't even remember his name. Idiot. John is his last name. Yeah. Yeah, Jonna, uh, stood up as a representative for USSF and, and essentially just, uh, vomited racism and misogyny and, uh, white nationalism all over the floor of the convention center where this was all happening. Um, Obviously, the USSF stood up and, and like said that they don't agree with this guy and uh, they don't, he, he does not reflect the views of USSF. But now is a really great time to also talk about what's happening in Qatar, right? Um, using this platform to, to start talking about and, and, and saying, like, these are the things that uh, we disagree with, with this type of uh, racism and misogyny and general phobia of people, uh, they need to kind of make a statement about cut, about cutter and they won't, they won't because, because money kind of, kind of runs this all. Right. And ultimately to, to your point, Mike is we want to see us in the, in the world cup and we want to watch them in the world cup and we will watch them in the world cup. So it's, it's such a weird, you know, place to be in, um, well, and let's not even forget that like USF, USSF, uh, even though they had this this vote that was pretty overwhelming, you know, in support of like, you know, essentially the the freedom to protest, they're less than a year removed from, uh, you know, having this this rule be in the books. So, it's, yep. you know, in one sense, change can happen fairly quickly, but in another sense, let's not forget that you know a lot of these institutions really only care 
kind of to Colin's point, like when their bottom line is being affected. Um, yep. And I think, you know, we saw that happen last year as, as a lot of sponsors start to realize that, you know, they were supporting the wrong side of history and it was affecting their bottom line. So it's like, you know, we've been saying for 224 episodes, you know, cash rules. Um, and I think ultimately in, in the world we live in, that's kind of the root of all this stuff, right? So. Yeah. For what it's worth, uh, the USSF Athletes Council uh, voted to kick Seth off the Athletes Council. So he doesn't have, um, you know, whatever leadership position that he formerly had yep. um, following those, uh, quite frankly, pretty racist remarks. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that puts a pin in it for uh, that email. I mean... I mean, I'm not surprised we're ending this with this tone of voice where it's like, uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're uh, doing we're doing this. The again. Only, the, we're doing this again. But that's the only other thing that I'll say is I, like, I, I saw that uh, I think the Netherlands parliament basically said we don't want to send any official delegation to this World Cup. So I think, you know, usually the prime minister goes or I think they have a king and queen. They're saying we don't want to send anyone. We don't want our, you know, official, you know, national representatives to be at you know this event and so again is uh is that going to stop the event from going on no is it going to bring these people back to life no but i think there are things uh there, there are different ways to apply pressure um so i hope that you know do you more think countries that, like the close do you think the closer we get to the to the actual competition that we'll start seeing more kind of statements maybe like a this little and possibly like a bigger I, outrage and I think, I think of the, 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 like, um, I was just going to say this when we, I was saying the thing about, uh, 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 and I was, you know, having the same tone of voice is mm-hmm. that I feel like this issue with cutter, like when it yeah. was awarded was an issue. And yeah. then like, there was kind of another second peak when it was, the when stadiums was were moved. being built. <laughs> when when, yeah. date was when moved. It, the date was moved, yeah. but the, really when, I mean, that was like, just like a, a stupid thing of a, you sent it to a country that's 120 degrees right. in, in summer or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's just like whatever stupid. It could be, it could be the greatest, most wonderful place in the world. And you'd still have to make that move. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. that's just the weather. Yeah. yeah. But, um, the thing of like the, when the stadiums were being built and like, okay, now there's like documented however many people had died at that point, And they really, detailed reports coming out about the Slave conditions labor. of the migrant workers. Yeah. And it, it was like, it, it had another like, um, time of, of being in the news. And now I feel like people are, are just tired of it. Right. Like it's old news. Yeah. This is terrible. I've dealt with it in whatever way I'm going to deal with it mentally. And like, give me, just give me the world cup yeah. now. Like it sucks, but just give me the world cup now. So I, I don't think that, I think like Mike's saying, I think there'll be, the Netherlands will do their piece. People will figure out the way that they can, you know, uh, disapprove, you know, kind of peaceful, non, non-controversial kind of way that nobody really like just kind of slightly pisses somebody off, but it's not the biggest deal in the world. And it'll go on. And, and again, we'll see some individual athletes also do something, but you know, I, I don't think there's going to be a big uprising, and, and none, this shit is not getting moved from Cutter. Yeah. Yeah. I can forget that's not, yeah. not going to happen. Uh, the other thing we want to talk about, which is also overtly political, um, this week is, uh, is we got an email. Is this an email or is this? No. This is, oh, this isn't any. E- this is just in that run order, baby. This is just in that run order. So I'm done. That's it. You're that's done. a wrap on I don't email. Know what you're doing? Soccer thread at gmail.com. I was Let's go on to some rogue, other politics. You know, it's a it's a Sunday <laughs> Sunday late night episode. A, but Sunday the, late night, no Dan, <laughs> just straight mezcal up in here. So let's <laughs> let's get to it, mezcal. You you host us. Yeah. So uh, wow, what a what a transition. Uh, so you know, speaking of more politics, uh, Zlatan, who I think I've been pretty clear that I've been a a, a long time Zlatan hater, and this really just makes me feel good you about really that position. Have. Yeah. yeah, so he, he got interviewed this week, uh, and he had a couple quotes about you know LeBron James, one of the best basketball players of all time, uh, and who's become you know over the over the I'd say the the tail end of his career in particular, an outspoken uh, 
advocate for social justice and really also putting his money where his mouth is. So I'm going to read a couple of Zlatan quotes, and then I'll, I'll read a quick uh, LeBron follow-up. So Zlatan said, LeBron's phenomenal at what he's doing, but I don't like where when people have some kind of status, they go and do politics at the same time. Do what you're good at. Do the category you do. I play football because I'm the best at playing football. No, you're not, Zlatan. You're not the best. Uh, he went on to also <laughs> add, I don't do politics. If I would be a, if I, if I would be a political politician, I would do politics. This is the first mistake people do when they become famous and they be, they become in a certain status. Stay out of it. Just do what you do best because it doesn't look good. Uh, LeBron said in response when when told about this quote, he said. I still know what I do on the floor, and obviously I give everything to the game. Uh, good point. You just won your fourth NBA championship, you know, six months ago. But he also added, but I can make a greater impact off the floor right now, more than I can on the floor, and I want to continue to inspire people with the way that I play the game of basketball. But there's so many more things that I can do off the floor to help cultivate people, inspire people, and bring people together, empower them. I mean, Palmer... What what do we got to say about this? I well, so first of all, I would have really, really loved if LeBron's initial response to this was "Who said that?" <laughs> and just <laughs> who? Only one of them could br- could bring uh, a championship to LA. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think we have made our position very clear on this pod about player power Shut up and, and, where, and where we stand with yeah. uh, players figuring out and using their platform and using it in a way that, uh, you know, speaks truth to power. And LeBron is doing that. Uh, and Zlatan's not. And yeah, Zlatan this is, is like one of, he's using his platform to tell players to not use their platform. Yeah. And it's, it's ridiculous. It's, but you know, He's, it's a position of privilege. Um, you know, I just wonder, uh, I just wonder how, how, uh, how much money does it cost or how much money does it take for you to completely lose touch with, with reality and where you came Not from. Not that much. And Not that much. I know. Uh, it's lost touch for a long time. Yeah. This is, it's just, um, I thought, LeBron James's response was great. Um, yeah. No, I, I think, uh, the, you know, Scorpion goals aside, there are not too many athletes who are as with us as LeBron James is with us and against us as Zlatan is against us. Yeah, like, man. this is exact, like, we are so in the LeBron James, like, that is, you know, what we would aspire to do with our power should we be, as you know, lucky and hardworking and skilled and, and everything that LeBron is. And Zlatan just like has a fake persona, which is good to, for him selling Zlatan merchandise or whatever, yep. getting a bigger shoot deal. I don't know. Um, that being said, I think there's a lot of different funny ways. I mean, obviously like we all think Zlatan's wrong. There's a lot of funny ways to think about like why he's so wrong. One, like LeBron James obviously is very good at the uh, things he does off the court. Like, if he will ever run for political office or something like that, I mean, what he does off the court is very impactful. He does, uh, and, and in ways that are like, oh, yeah, he started his own school, and, like, that's really good, and things are going well there. Like, he did a good job starting the school. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you know, with social justice stuff, he gets his message out. People, it's, He gives his message clearly and impactfully, and, you know, he influences behind the scenes at the NBA, and that's why the NBA is putting Black Lives Matter on the court and things like that, right? Like, he's just, he's killing it in, mm-hmm. in his off-the-court game. Yep. So Zlatan's, like, little thing about, like, oh, it's, people aren't, you make them, it's a mistake, and because you're not good at it, like, do the, no, he's fucking good at both. He can be good at both. People can be good at two things. And secondly, it's just, like, it's not true, like, that it doesn't look good or, like, uh, if you look back in history, I just, there's obviously a million examples of this, but the one I just referenced, and so I'm going to use it again, Tommy, is yeah. when I yeah, it was Tommy Smith and John Carlos in 1968 in Mexico City. It's like, do I, Colin Smith, know whether Tommy Smith or John Carlos won the gold medal that day? 
and which ones got bronze. No, I have no fucking clue. Like, I mean, I'm 50, 50, I, I, you know, I, <laughs> I flip a coin, but, uh, like that's not the fucking point. Like right. they made so much more of an impact by what they did after the race than what they did on the track that yep. day. Right. So like, yeah, what, just, what, you're just what race wrong. Did they run? You're just wrong. Yeah. I think 100 meters. I feel pretty good about 100 <laughs> meters on that. I feel like 90, 95% chance, sir, on that. Uh, the, I, I, I feel like it is always usually Tommy Smith and John Carlos. So I'll guess Tommy Smith won the gold medal, but I don't yeah, know. Best for last, Was that though. a big upset? I have no idea. Yeah, maybe John Carlos. Don't know. Couldn't pick the two of them out of a lineup, you know, whatever. But I know what they did. I know why they did it. I know there was this Australian guy who got the silver and like wore the pin and yep. he actually faced big blowback in Australia, gave him the, yeah, the whole thing. Like, so like that story and, and what they were trying to do and the fact that it was 1968 in America and, and the context with that, like that's all way more powerful than winning a fucking race at the Olympics. Right. Yep. Which is, don't get me wrong. Like otherwise for those guys, the biggest moment in their life, right. You won the fucking gold medal in a, a sprinting event in the Olympics. Like, you're, you don't have a, um, my point is you don't have a pro, a career outside of that, right? It's not like uh, winning a gold medal in basketball, at the Olympics where you have yeah. NBA titles or whatever to win. Like this is your one shot. You did it. And then you used that platform. You had like 10 minutes of platform and you used it to its maximal effect. Um, Zlatan has had platform for twenty years or whatever, and has has not done well, shit. The, the well, thing is, I mean, he's used he's used it to to you know make Zlatan Zlatan, right? That's yeah, how he sure. used his platform. So I mean, for him, he doesn't help the world. Is my point exactly? But he's used his platform. He knows what his power is. Like he True. understands. Very good point. He understands what that platform is, and he how understands he can that people it. are listening to him. Yeah, yeah. The the only two other things I will say to this. Uh, is that one? There's there's an irony here because I think if you ask a hundred sports fans who knew about both of these players, which one is more successful, you know, ninety percent would say LeBron. So like, you're criticizing In someone like, oh, you should just focus on what you're good at. But like, no, LeBron is he's a more successful athlete than Zlatan. Like four NBA MVPs. Yeah, no, Zlatan no Golden yeah, Balls. True. Well, like LeBron, LeBron is a like top yeah, five, right. top five, no Champions League titles. So, like, there's that's an irony well, there. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. LeBron is top five all time in his sport. Zlatan is not in any conversation right. for top five. Exactly. All time. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yep. I think we all can agree LeBron is just better at what right. he does athletically than Zlatan. Putting on all the yes. other stuff aside, the other the other yes. thing I'll just say is like try as a famous person. Like trying to separate politics from what you do is not really possible in this day and age, I think, right? Like you're either saying something or you're not saying something. And by not saying something, you're sending a message as well. So I think this idea of like, oh, you know, stick to dribbling, whatever. I mean, obviously we all think that's bullshit, but it's it's not even possible, right? So I, I, I don't know. I just feel like this whole idea has just been totally blown up the last few years and it really has never been possible. I mean, like, you know, sports activism has been going on for, for decades and decades forever. And this, this is a statement in and of itself, right? The, the statement to say, don't make statements is a statement. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why we're talking about it. Right. I have a question for you, Mike. Um, how did you know how you knew all along? How did you know? (laughs) Look, Ryan, I'm, I'm by no means a perfect human being. Uh, I'm petty. Uh, I'm jealous. And I see those characteristics in other people. Uh, and I, I do have to admit <laughs> that, you know, for a long time, I thought Zlatan's time to know persona Zlatan. was just that. It was just kind of like an act. It was like a WWE thing. Um, and I just thought, yeah. wow, that's very off-putting. And I think in some ways, like, all athletes kind of put on some kind of persona because they have to have something public and something private. And that totally makes sense. Um, you don't want to put all of your feelings out there. But I just thought, well, you know, Zlatan, he's got this persona. It's very off-putting. He's the heel, whatever, whatever. Uh, but clearly, the the persona, uh, he's either gone too far with the acting or it's just very much in line with who he actually is, which is an asshole. Yeah. 
It's yeah. funny. It's funny you say that because this is a great comparison to LeBron. I recently heard him talk about um, his first year in Miami, where he was the villain after the decision, mm-hmm. which obviously was like to me, it's just a mismanaged media situation. But um, he like kind of adopted this villain persona of like, okay, now we're the super team. Everybody hates us. Everybody hates me because of the decision. Like, f him. I'm gonna go out and be that guy. Whatever. And it like he he said like he did it for a year and he he couldn't stand it. it. It got to him. He played bad. He was like in his own head about it, and it like he couldn't adopt it basically, and had to like just kind of cleanse himself in the off season and be like, okay, I I can't put that on and I can't try to play that way. Like there's other guys who can play that way and like um, get under other people's skin or, or or be the villain on the court and then afterwards like be the nicest guy or whatever. And he's like, I just couldn't do it. And, uh, yeah, I just think it's funny that LeBron like tried overtly tried to be the villain, uh, and, and couldn't pull it off. Whereas Laton's been, uh, managing fine for the past 20 years. Yeah. yeah. That's why you have Mike Miller on the team. He's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Do we have time for a little premier league talk? We have time for a little, sure. Let's do it. Let's- Mourinho, the genius. Four nothing. Palmer. Mourinho's back. Yeah, let's get a little Spurs at least. Palmer putting the rocket I'm halfway fuel into to the Mars. rocket. I'm halfway to Mars, baby. We're back. <laughs> yeah. fourth, fourth place. It's happening. We're gonna we're gonna win the Europa League. We're gonna win fourth place, and we're gonna win the EFL Cup. That's the treble. The, treble, the Mourinho baby. treble. It's gonna be great. <laughs> He's done it before. <laughs> I mean, Bale two goals and was this his first start in the Premier League? So uh, not his first start, but it's first start in a while. In a while, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, is Mourinho I mean, just a they genius for so timing? good. That's the play that he's kind of he. So he's playing this as. Uh, I feel like his quote was like, you know, other managers. Uh, <laughs> would have, just a special one setup. Yeah, like. other managers would have rushed this, and yeah. Uh, you know, I knew that this player wasn't fit yet, and I, I know how good he is when he's at the peak of his powers, um, and so I had to wait. And if I would have rushed it, I would have ruined it. Um, I'm a genius for waiting this long. Um, you know, we, I, I drove us into the into the basement, but you know, look at us now, <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, but you know, I Bale looked great today. He's he's been looking good um, the last couple games. Europa League, uh, d- he's still playing head games with Delhi. Delhi had a great goal uh, in the midweek uh, in their Europa League game. Um, yeah, four goals against the uh, Burnley team that um, is you know relatively staunch at the back, but we also hung. Five goals on Burnley a year ago, so it's not like uh, we struggle with Burnley and this result isn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I just feel like when Spurs are on, and like they were this, this is the beginning of the year too. Although in the beginning of the year is just Kane and Son, mm-hmm. um, but like their plan makes so much sense. Like Kane dropping deep to get the ball, yep. but. Also, a lot of time, a lot of time, a lot of counterattacks or at least quick buildups, where there's space in behind, Kane dropping central to get the ball, and then playing release, a ball to, it to Sun. releasing Sun, releasing Bale. Uh, now Bale, yeah, yeah. Or, or Lucas Mora. All three of those dudes love to make that run. Yep, love to get that ball, and like that plan just makes so much fucking sense that when you see them play, and so a. That's why Spurs fans were excited at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. But B, when you see them play uh, in a game where they win 4-0, and I think three of the goals basically f- fit that description, like, you just feel like, fuck, like, nobody can stop us. When, we, when they yeah. play that way, it just looks effortless. And every time Sun gets the ball in space, the, if you're a Burnley fan, which there are 12 of in America, <laughs> there you would be like, fuck, we are fucked. There's yeah. no, they, that, that, that is an unstoppable plan. Yeah. Son, like, son when they to, get in the right areas. Son to Kane. Uh, I'm sorry, Son to Bale was the first goal. Uh, Bale to Kane was the second goal on a long, long ball. Um, 
you know, Mora scored and they, again. And they uh, had ones where they where they didn't quite complete it at the end. Right. right. They had that one where Bale like dribbled out of the back, did the old kind of Bale like kick it by you and run yep. around the other yep. side. Yep. Uh, and they linked up, boom, 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 through yep. it. And you were just like, so much pace. Yeah. Kane back to goal, so good. Like, th- these guys are unstoppable. Like, whether yeah. they score on this one or the next one, every time Burnley turns it over in Spurs half, they need to all 11 turn around and fucking sprint because these guys are just going to. Right. I mean, yeah, when it works, it works. Them. And it looks great. Uh, it's so good. But, you know, it's Burnley. Can we do it against Man City? Can we do it against Liverpool? Can we do it against Everton? Um, you know, no. we'll see. Probably not. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense why you can't. That's a, it's, it's almost like, I guess my point is, if, to take the, the U.S. sports analogy, it would be like, the GM's done a good job here. These pieces fit together well. We need a coach who can get these pieces to play this way where they are playing, their, you know, because they can cut through people. It, if they're set up right, but why can't we get that that set up right every game? It seems well, like I mean, I think it's I, just I think here and there that it works. Last week is like a lot of these guys. I mean, we've talked about the parts that are great. I think we've kind of uh, definitely avoid, avoided talking about the parts that are not so great. And I think you know, they're, Spurs are kind of a team of rags and riches. They've got some incredible players, and then they have, I think, some very average players or players who are past their prime. Say their name. Davison Sanchez, Toby Adderwell, <laughs> whatever that guy's name is. He sucks. He sucks. Davison Sanchez. Harry, Harry Winks, every time he goes in. Harry, okay. Harry Winks is, Harry, is, Harry Winks is the only reason he's not my least favorite player is because Granit Xhaka is still playing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're least, that's it's really hard to have your least favorite players be also bad at playing. I, I, like I mean, like just pick up players who are good but are just jerks. Jesus the, Christ. The... Uh, for some reason, Mourinho has this obsession with Matt Doherty or Dougherty. I don't know how, how yeah, to say it. You paid a name. lot of money for him, didn't you? He yeah. paid a ton of money for him. That man is this. I don't know if it's the boots that he's wearing, but he looks so goddamn slow. And every, he is just, he is like one or two steps off the pace all of the time. Defensively, he's shocking. He's so slow. He can't get forward. He like Paul stumbles just over. He's, an he's like. Fan. He's like one of those players where, like, it, you know, when you're running and you're like, I need my legs to move faster, but you can't get your legs to move faster. So you end up being like top heavy and you just fall over. I'm afraid that he's going <laughs> to fall over all of the time because his brain is like, move your legs faster, but my legs won't go faster. He, it's, he's awful. He's awful. He's, he's, he's perpetually like, uh, what that is, is a slow guy running downhill. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're you're at the top of you is going, and you're like fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, I feel like in his head he's always going whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin, we're is that, is that an archetype of a men's league player too? Maybe, <laughs> or a professional player apparently. <laughs> Colin, we're way long. Do you have anything you want to say about United Chelsea's zero uh, zero snooze fest? Perfect game. It was a snooze fest. You know, perfect game. Uh, the one thing to talk about is Pulisic coming on for Giroud, kind of playing up top. Uh, you know, my hopes are low for Pulisic right now. He's he's definitely in a in a low point. New with the new manager, I don't think he's uh, going to turn it around for the current management. Let's just say that. I, I don't know how long he'll be there, stuck there, but it, it doesn't look good for him. As long as he doesn't get injured, I'm very happy. Very, very happy. Very happy. Very happy. All right. Well, man, not a lot of soccer was talked about on this podcast, which is, you know, just the way I like it. Uh, (laughs) I don't think we got any cliffs, so thanks, Colin. Good luck cleaning this up. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Cliff. (laughs) Miss you, Cliff. Big thanks to Cliff, though.
Oh, you just you just came through all at once. There oh, there go. it is. Yeah, it's that internet. Yeah. It's Your that internet, internet is shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just delete yours. My internet works, so <laughs> I have the upper hand here. This is nice. Weird stuff happening. <laughs> uh, Mike, are you boy. drinking wine too? Hey, what are you drinking there, Mike? A little mezcal, baby. Whoa! <laughs> on a Sunday night. That's no wonder why you're pod, baby. No, no wonder why you're last tired, time, boy. Last time I I drank a beer and then you're drinking mezcal since six. Within twenty minutes of the pod starting, I just had to pee so bad and just really ruined my pod experience. Two, one. I just I, I just froze like honest. Class. <laughs> just just frozen. Both you're frozen like this. Well, there's no outtakes either because I'm editing, not Cliff.